Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promoting for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hi, I'm Max. And I'm Skylar. During quarantine, we decided to start watching Bob's Burgers to see what it was all about. It didn't take long for us to become completely obsessed with the show. But one of the things we love the most are the brilliant end credit sequences. Which is why we created this podcast. Each week, we're going episode by episode to talk about the elaborate end credits. We're excited to have you join us on the very first credit score spinoff, Bob's Credits. We'll make sure the Bob's Burgers end credits get the credit they're due. I can't even say it now. Chip chipperoo. I think the problem with starting that way is I have absolutely no idea what to say in response to it. That's true. It's the it's, it's it the just, ultimate exclamation. No one can top you. Right. Can you just say chip or chipperoo back? I'm what if we just get in like a vicious cycle? You can't that's the only way you can respond, so we just be right, bouncing like off each other. Tip. Yeah. Okay, so try it. Chip chipperoo. <laughs> chip chipperoo, Max. See? I love it. And now okay. everyone else is saying chip chipperoo to the people they're listening to this with. Do you listen to podcasts? With? We don't. We listen to podcasts together. Oh, yeah. In the car. We, yeah. We've been known to maybe share some headphones on a walk, on oh, a romantic, so romantic walk. A romantic walk <laughs> where we can, the best way to avoid having to talk to your significant other is to listen to podcasts together. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. It's great. It's, it's great. It's great. Um, yeah. Welcome everybody to Bob's Credits. A podcast about the end credit sequences to... Bob's Burgers. Yep. I'm Max. And I'm Skylar. And Baby Biscuit is here too, our dog Biscuit. He wants nothing to do with me today. Normally he's on the sofa with me. Yeah, he's passed out on the floor over there now. He doesn't want to come he's up there. Last week so he was all cute. snuggly up next to you. little belly. Yeah. Going up and down breathing. I've never seen anything as cute. No. You you folks at home are missing out. Maybe we should just do a podcast where we talk about Biscuit's breathing. <laughs> oh, should we tell them about hot breath? Yeah, we should. <laughs> we should. Well, for those of you that have listened for the past few episodes, you know that Skylar and I have made up songs about Biscuit. It's the Linda in us. Yeah. And hot breath is one of those songs. Are you sure we shouldn't say this for like a musical episode? Maybe we should maybe we should tease it here. Okay. And not sing it. I love it. it. And I love it. down the road Build the we'll interest. sing we'll sing Hot Breath, but okay. we we have a song entitled Inspired and Entitled Inspired by Biscuits Hot and breath. Entitled Hot, Hot breath. breath. It's a it's a bop as the kids would say. Yeah, or as Gene would say. I feel I like Gene would say a bop. He would love it. Yeah. 
So in this week's episode, we are covering the end credits to episode nine and 10. Is that correct, Skylar? Yes. But before we get into those, uh, we have a segment that Skylar and I love called Bob Pun or Max Pun. Um, You know, Bob comes up with burgers of the day puns in every episode. I come up with Max puns in every every single one of our episodes. And I quiz Skylar if she knows whose is whose. Right. And this is a big week because I've won two rounds. I think I've won two. Two rounds. Yeah. Yeah. So this is a big one. This yeah. is a big uh, big deal here. Okay. Are you ready for the first one? Yeah. Are you sure? I was trying to think of a food pun to say yes, but I can't. You can just say chip chip Okay. <laughs> chip chip Little bread Corvette. Max? Yes. Correct? Correct. Love it. Cheese the day. Oh, that's a tough one. Max. Yes. Oh, my God. I was, like, totally going to say Bob. The Fig Lebowski. Max. Nope. Oh, fuck. (laughs) I'm trying to, like, read your psychology because you've never done three Maxes in a row. I'm going to shake it up all the time, so you can't do that. That sounds good though. Like a little fig a little fig yeah. reduction Maybe. on a burger. That yeah. sounds delicious. Um and your last pun is Joseph and the amazing Technicolor Dream Goat Cheese Burger. Bob. Max. Damn it. <laughs> oh, you really did shake it up. I did. Three Max puns. And one Bob. And one Bob, yeah. which means I was on to your to your method. I just didn't quite nail it. Yeah. Okay. So, did you? Did win we that tie? One? I think we tied uh, on that next one week? next week. So it's not. Next yeah. Week it's sorry. On. Sorry. We now you, you <laughs> all everyone listening. You're gonna just have to listen to the next episode and probably the next one after that and the one. After I mean, that. they're definitely gonna want to hear hot breath. So <laughs> that's true. We we left them with the hot breath <laughs> teaser, and you're gonna want to hear that song at some point. In fact, I think we have a recording of it that we can play. <laughs> we do. So we also record the songs that we make up about our dogs, so we don't forget them. Because you will forget them. Yeah. And it's not like professional recordings. Like, we don't go into, no, it's like... like, an like, audio yeah, recording. Yeah, we're not, like, in, like, a garage band editing song. It's just an audio recording. So we remember the songs. If anyone ever hacks into my iPhone, it's going to be songs composed about my dog and then, like, tearful, like, messages to my best friend. That's that's the only variety I have on my audio recordings. That's a, Those are, like, two... Different ends of the spectrum. <laughs> it's the Gene and then I guess the Tina and me. Yep. So, so should we get moving with these episodes? Let's do it. Okay, Skylar, let's start with episode nine. Tell us the title and the synopsis. All right, so the title is Spaghetti Western and Meatballs. And here's the synopsis. When Bob and Gene bond over spaghetti westerns, Louise gets real jealous real fast. Meanwhile, Linda volunteers Bob as a caterer for Tina's conflict resolution fundraiser, determined to one-up her PTA rival, Colleen Caviello, and her baked ziti. Oh, that Colleen Caviello. She comes oh, back. She does. Yeah. But the, it's like such a huge gap before she comes back that I didn't even realize it was her, but it's like... It's perfect. Yeah, they do that sometimes. Like a character yeah. just like reappears. And you're like, wait a second, where were they from? I love it. Yeah, this episode was written by Kit Boss and directed by Wes Archer, and is a very big episode for me, Skylar. Because as you know, because this is the first episode 
where we meet Jocelyn, Jocelyn. who is probably my all-time favorite side character on this show. Okay, so I have a pitch for you. Yeah, I'm thinking that we should add a new segment. Mm -hmm. And it's basically, did Jocelyn make Max giggle this week? Yeah, yeah. Okay, and then maybe you could do a line reading of Jocelyn's line from the episode. Okay. (laughs) Well, we can't do it for this one because I don't know any of her lines from this episode. No, I'm just pitching the idea now. I'm down to do that as we get into more Jocelyn episodes because she does become more frequent. Also, she's not full Jocelyn in this episode as most characters. No, she's very early on. Yeah, she's a little... It's still John Roberts, Linda's voice, but it's not as... it's, It's almost like... It's how he does the voice for anytime they like they needed like a teenage girl that sounded kind of like valley girlish. He would always do it, and she was just like kind of like a generic girl at this point, and she didn't have her own. She's like I don't know. Once she's like hanging out with Tammy. By the way, I didn't realize that she made an appearance on the show before Tammy made an appearance. Yes, which and is a big deal. funnily enough, um, I think it's in this episode or it's one of these episodes around here, but um, a Tammy is mentioned in one of Jean's classes, but it's not the, the same Tammy. Different Tammy, yeah. Because mm-hmm. Tammy doesn't come for a few more episodes, yeah, I think. she's new to school. Maybe even season two. See, we just watched it, like, last night, and we can't even remember. Yeah, I think we're in it's, season two currently. It's Bad Tina yeah. is the title. All right, so that's that's big news. Yeah, it is. I'm excited. I, I'm excited, too. I can't wait for even more Jocelyn. I feel like... Then the day that Jocelyn makes it into the end credits, mm-hmm. we should celebrate. Yeah. How should we celebrate? Chip chipperoos all around. <laughs> <laughs> this is how I cope during the pandemic. I just like find ways to celebrate. Uh-huh. I'm like. Just little things. Like I'm this. like, oh, <laughs> Jocelyn entered. Oh, Let's get great. burgers tonight. Yeah. This is a great. That's my coping this is strategy. A good reason, yeah. To, no, I'm to make an ice cream sundae. I'll treat you to um, plan check burgers. Oh, I like that. Okay. Should we get in? Should we yeah. get into these credits a little bit? So I'll play the last clip as I always do, kind of like right before the credits start. I think they're at Tina's, what was it? The fundraiser. Conflict Resolution yeah. Fundraiser where Bob shows up with meatballs, spaghetti and meatballs. Yes. And they had just like made up with. Gene's bully and his bully dad. Yes. And I have to say, we've kind of been tracking Louise's like character development. And this is the first episode she cries. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. And they have the, that moment in the slide. Uh-huh. And she's really upset. She first. Is that where feel- they're all farting in the slide? Yes. <laughs> okay. That's, That's after the moment. It. Yeah. yeah. Um, but she tells her dad that she's really that she feels like she's not lost both of them. Cute. Yeah. Okay, so we He's just hiding his gun. Okay, so the curtains on the stage closed. And we hear Louise scream food fight. And then you see a bunch of things because you're, you're on the stage side of the curtain and you see a bunch of like things hitting the curtain. So clearly there's a food fight taking place and it goes right into the generic end credit sequence that we've been seeing all of season one pretty much with this new music. 
which is the theme song to this old Western that Bob loves, that Bob and Gene love, Banjo. Right, yeah. Because he gets the box set for them to yeah. watch. Banjo, banjo, his caps made of leather, even in hot weather. I think who's singing there is H. John Benjamin, who's Bob. Really? Yeah. Do you Doing have... Like a, like a throaty voice. Sing like wow. this. We need to get you an agent. <laughs> please, please. I want to do a throaty character. Okay. <laughs> I want to talk like this. I was going to ask you if you wanted to do your Louis Armstrong. Oh, I don't do Louis Armstrong. That's, That's Gary on I credit score. I was very score. impressed Gary is with very that. good Louis Armstrong impression. If, you, if anyone listens to credit score, you know Gary's Louis Armstrong impression. <laughs> So Louise has handed to talk, but he don't give a strumming for you. I love so the whispers. A, yeah. Did you hear the whispers in that? He's yeah. coming for you. So that credit sequence is just the same, but we have that song, which I have the lyrics if you'd like I to hear them. Would. Of I course. Would love to hear them. So it's Banjo doesn't play it for fun, he's just hiding his gun. Banjo twice. His chaps made of leather, even in hot weather. <laughs> Banjo, and I think what they're whispering is, he's coming, gunning for you. Banjo, he's coming, strumming for you. You can try to talk, but he don't give a pluck. I love that line. Nice little, <laughs> nice little pun for me. Um, and then Banjo, he's coming, gunning for you. Banjo, he's coming, gunning for you. He's strumming for you. I love it. Yeah. A plus. And like I said, that's, I think, I'm pretty sure that's H. John Benjamin singing, and he wrote it with... Or with, I think he's singing with Lauren Bouchard, who created the show. Oh, cool. Yeah. And one other fun fact I have about these credits credits is, so the first nine episodes in season one, the font on the end credits is like, is a comic sans. Yeah. And it remains that way for the rest of the seasons. No. 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 It, it was comic sans. And then starting, I think the next episode. It which we're going to do, it changes to kind of a font that looks more like the show's logo. Just all all the credits are in Comic Sans? All the credits one through in, in episodes one through nine are uh-huh. this Comic Sans. Yeah. And so then in our next episode, okay, It'll we'll be, see it's a more, new font. Yeah, it's just, it's just a little bit different. It's more like the... That's interesting. And yeah. it's the same up until now, right? Yeah, I think then, then it did not change from there. And just like Skylar said, and I said in an earlier episode, in the opening credits... Eventually, the theme goes faster, and they change some stuff around that makes the theme more enjoyable. We've been kind of um, focusing on when that change happens. Yeah. And I think we found out it's season three is when they officially right. like, change the credits around a little bit to make them more exciting, the opening credits. And then, unfortunately, I didn't write it down in my notes, but um, they do add more instruments. So around one of these episodes in the beginning mm-hmm. theme, so it's... At first, just a ukulele, but around this time in season one, they add more instruments. It's still the same slow pace, but they add more instruments. Uh, okay. Highlight and low light of these end credits, Skylar. Do you want me to start? No, no, I, no. Again, I feel like I always shoot it to you. That, you're just courteous. I like <laughs> it. You're a gentleman. Um, I love the song. I love any time that they write a song. And I think that's like why we're doing this is because you kind of just like... You're not sitting there like listening to the lyrics. Like yeah, it's fun to like give some attention to this. Yeah, I didn't enjoy how like the show gets so. We've said this before. Sh- so much more musical 
itself but i didn't appreciate how many songs they had kind of written just for like montages and stuff and like this theme song and they're present in these end credits so it's been nice to like kind of like listen to them hear the the people whose voices who voice the the songs who sing them and also read some of the lyrics that are funny yeah so i'm with you it's the song in this one which do you like better um this or the the cabbie song lifting up this her skirt lifting up the skirt of the night I, I love, don't know how you're going to top that. Yeah, lifting up the skirt of the night from Sheesh Cab Bob. That episode yeah. is so good. It's so much better than banjo, but I love banjo a lot. Two different purposes. Yeah, yeah. Um, any low light? No. No, I don't have one either. Other than that, it's just we're still generic here. Yeah. Maybe Gene could have been carrying his little uh, the guitar that he he takes. He takes like Louise's like toy guitar. Remember yeah. to like maybe he can be carrying that in this scene. That just would be subtle. cute. Yeah. See, yeah, just one little detail like that would have been awesome. Maybe just Jocelyn and parents would have been nice. You want these end credits? You want Jocelyn just, present? Yeah, just standing somewhere. I don't know. Do you want a fun fact about Jocelyn for I, this episode? Yeah, I want only fun facts about Jocelyn moving forward. <laughs> Should I be concerned about this? No, no. Are you no. going to leave me for I'm gonna, I'm an gonna animated leave, character? I'm gonna leave you for Jocelyn for sure. Thirteen year old. Uh, yeah, a child animated <laughs> character. Um. Okay, so when we're introduced to her, her hair covers her left ear. And then when she's sitting, eating spaghetti with Jean and Tina, it's accidentally swooped over to her right. Oh. We'll have to see where they end up. Yeah, well, because Tammy kind of has a hairstyle similar. So I wonder if they decided, like, one of these girls gets their hair going this way. One oh, of this that's goes, true. One dog goes this way, one dog goes that way. <laughs> Good fellas, right? Name, I was going to say name the movie. <laughs> but you did. <laughs> I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. This Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at Burrow.com slash ACAST. That's Burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. 
Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. All right. So we have a scoring system. We score these credits on a scale of one to 10 H's at the end of Tina's us. Mm-hmm. Uh, on a scale of one to 10 H's, Skylar, what would you give these end credits? Seven. I would give them a 6.5. Okay. Yeah. Great. That's fair. I think so. I think. Yeah. I just really love written songs. Yeah. I think I think a, a good song gets like a six for me right away. Okay. In, it's in, a base. It's, again, we said we're going to be all over with scoring because these credit sequences get like, if these are getting sixes, some like, of the credits are, are going to get like 143. <laughs> and I feel like we're going to be really hard on season 10 credits because they're probably some of the better credits but they stray a little too far for us. So yeah, there's really no justice in our scoring. System. Yeah. I don't like when they stray too far from the kitchen. Yep. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Should we get into the next episode? Yeah. Okay. Skylar, give us the title and synopsis for episode 10. All right. The episode title is burger war, not burger wars, which iTunes got wrong. Apparently. How dare you iTunes? Um, and here's the synopsis. When Bob's eccentric landlord, Mr. Fishoder, pays the family a visit, he informs Bob that his rival across the street, Jemmy Pesto of Jemmy Pesto's Pizzeria, wants to take over Bob's lease so that he can expand his gift shop. With little time and not enough money, the Belcher family must cook up some business or luck to save the restaurant. Louise wisely turns to voodoo. So we have a few runners just because, like, this is another episode where I had no idea. I could not remember what was going on. Um, so Tina's going to fix this through Voodoo. That's her suggestion. I think um, – Louise? Oh, sorry, Louise. Yeah. Tina's suggestion was slow dancing and music uh, – and Jean um, suggested live music. So that's – we – they lay all their ideas on the table. And then – Bob's idea is that he's going to make his um, meat saya burgers in mini form and go serve them over at Jimmy Pesto's to lure all the customers back because Jimmy starts um, serving hamburgers over there. I love that they all like they all have their idea and they all go with their idea solo. I know. Well, I, I think I can't remember if they like band around Louise's idea. I know she lures. um Ollie and Andy into her voodoo plan. Yeah, well, that's how she gets hair for Jimmy. Yeah, Pesto and, and see, Jimmy how Pesto do you remember Jr. that? I could not remember that. Just it's it's hard to remember all this stuff. Yeah. that's why we're focused on the credits, right? <laughs> and right. not the episode itself necessarily. But so this episode was written by Lauren Bouchard, um, and this is I said earlier that I didn't think he wrote any more since the first two episodes, but I guess he wrote this one, and I'm curious how many more he wrote in the entire series. Um, I think I read somewhere he doesn't, um, and we can fact check this, mm-hmm. um, but he, the creator, right? Yeah. He doesn't return until like season nine to write another episode. Yeah. Okay. Did you read that too? No. No. no but th- I think I had s- like scanning quickly through, I didn't see his name that much. So yeah. I assume that he wasn't necessarily writing episodes himself at that point, even though he probably has, his puts his t- touch on it here and there. Right. Um, I still don't know if it's Lauren, 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 Lauren Bouchard. 
I think it sounds great. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> um, so this was actually the third episode to be produced. It was supposed to be third in the lineup of season one and ended up airing 10th because this was supposed to introduce the Pesto family. Got it. That's yeah. interesting. Okay, so that, that makes sense. I actually kind of like how they just... Sprinkled brief- them in? Yeah. Yeah. I think they may have introduced, like, when they were trying... Like, competing against each other with like the water hose and it was just like really subtle the rivalry across the street but this is like a whole big freaking episode so i liked the subtlety of their intro did we miss uh zeke's intro has zeke been introduced yet or is he coming in a later episode i don't think he's been introed okay i also feel like i should mention that what Louise wants to do, sorry, what Tina wants to do with the voodoo is she wants to make Jimmy remember that they were dating because he has conveniently forgotten. Yeah. So so each of the characters have, have their own little mini wishes and they all come true at the end scene. And I just like, I don't know. It, I love when episodes, like every single story arc comes together in the final scene. It's just like, I love it. I don't want to spoil the end credits but this is one of my favorite episodes because of what the end credits include. And uh, also I've seen impressions. Yeah. And I think, I think it's a fan favorite too, is my guess just because of that specific reason. So let's get into them. Okay. Okay. Let's do it. So the episode ends with kind of like a party over at Bob's burgers. Everyone's now moved from Jimmy Pesto's to Bob's burgers. And uh, Tina's going to dance with Jimmy Pesto jr. Come on, Jimmy Jr. Let's get back to work. No, Dad! I'm gonna dance with Tracy! Tina. Tina! Voodoo works. I'm a god! Am I doing this right? What, do I look sexy? My pants aren't falling down, are they? When I dance, sometimes my pants fall down. I love the ding ding. I know you do. Okay, so we've got the generic credit sequence playing now. It's it's it cut from that last scene of everyone dancing in the restaurant, and the music kept playing. Uh, and we've got Gene's the ding ding song, which actually he introduces the title of the song earlier in the episode, uh-huh. and it is actually called Three Sides Don't Make a Square." Oh, brilliant, mm-hmm. brilliant. Um, and I think there's a line at the very beginning of the episode and he's like you don't understand my music dad yeah. <laughs> so good <laughs> um so max has been singing ding 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 all week and it's surprising how not annoying it is the ding ding the ding ding it's almost like soothing the ding ding like a white noise machine the ding ding the ding ding the ding what if i did throaty banjo the ding ding well you already play banjo every single day and it is play is being kind (laughs) okay i i just i have to let it out do it this is the place to do it i think it's super cool that you're musical and that you love instruments um so about a year ago max and i are very into like hobbies we're like you know, it's okay to do things just for fun, not because it makes you money, blah, 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 blah. So he's like, I'm going to pick up my guitar again. And I'm like, I'm into it. Okay. I'm into guys who play guitar. Okay. 
somewhere in the next week, he decides, no, he's going to do banjo instead. <laughs> so has it been two years now or one year? What's this? When did this like start? one year, I'd say, okay. yeah. So for a full year, for 10 minutes, and he sets his little alarms, and he's in his office, and you know, we're all sharing office space in our apartment now. Um, well, actually, you know, we did before COVID, so it's been a full year. And he plays the same song every day for a full year. And it goes, how does it go? Um, it's called practice, people. You got to repeat it over and over and over again. I don't remember. It's good. I was taught it so long ago. All right. Probably like foggy mountain blues or something. Exactly. Should we get back into Ding Ding? Yeah, let's go. Ding 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 Dong. A ding it a ding it a ding it a ding. A ding it a ding it a dong. This is fabulous. A ding Ding. Bobby, go. Come on, Bob. Show us your Ding Ding. Ding Ding. Ding Ding Ding. that him at the end he just got really into it it's one of my favorite parts (laughs) just like he's like he's like okay fine i'll do a ding ding i'll do a ding ding and then he just goes all out it's so bob that's so bob so bob okay fuck it i give it an eight i loved it oh you're you're jumping right to scoring i'm just going to okay i just i really liked it okay but anyway rewind 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 i was just so relieved to hear something that wasn't banjo we got the generic credit visuals but we've Gene's got this great the ding ding song mm-hmm. with linda and bob chiming in at the end right but it's all voiceover so it's not nobody's actively participating it's just a song that plays over right so highlight okay i really liked i think we have to rewatch it the when he like goes like he just gets really into it i'll play it again right now but i also really liked when linda said bob show us your ding ding (laughs) oh a ding ding bobby go come on bob show us your ding 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 So I like good. that it just cuts too. That yeah. it's like <laughs> it cuts we to the 20th century control. fox. <laughs> we can't even. Whatever. I'm tired. I'm not gonna <laughs> so highlight is that part. Yes, with with like a close second. Like, come on, Bob, show us your ding ding. Yeah, I think Bob going off like that. But the song itself is so good. I would like you to read the lyrics. Well, the lyrics are. I don't have them written here, but they're the ding ding. No, the ding ding. I'm pretty sure that's all he says in the song. Is no, the ding it's ding. not. There was a dong. Oh, so it's, it's like the ding ding, and there's a ding ding dong. But other than that, <laughs> there's no other lyrics with that Max, with that whistling. You are just like paving over his subtle euphemisms, and I really feel like Gene would be heartbreaking that you're not like really dong? reading into these subtleties. Oh, dong! I, yeah, that's what the dong is there for. And I mean, Linda said. Let's see your ding ding. Is that what she said? Yeah. <laughs> Let's see your ding ding. <laughs> anyway, any low lights? I, I still, I just know what's coming. You know, oh my God, we haven't even talked about the slow dancing. Oh, you're right. Oh, that's what well, <laughs> Max's okay, eyes that's, just lit up. That's my low light is that we don't have 
Tina should have been slow dancing. Tina should have been there. slow dancing because her slow dancing with Jimmy next to Jimmy Pesto is so funny. First of all, Jimmy Pesto is so into himself when he's dancing. He's like caressing his own body. Tina's dancing slow, but she's trying to get her him to notice her and he doesn't want to. But yeah, Tina should have been just doing her dance there. Yeah. That was that simple. Like uh, Louise and Bob could have still been preparing the burgers and stuff like that. Tina should have been doing her little slow dance. Yeah. Maybe with Jimmy Pesto there. Because just like the two of them dancing slow. He did put his arms around her. At the end, yeah. They would be like dancing together, but then he'd bring his arms back to himself. (laughs) (laughs) It's so funny. I just love how specific... He does. He's, he doesn't want to dance. He he's into slow dance. Yeah, I think that's like just so wants, brilliant. Yeah, and not with anyone else. He just wants to be with himself. When they first introduced his character and his affinity for slow dancing in the cafeteria, it is like so sensual and so by himself. It is a. It's brilliant. It is. Mm-hmm. It is. So we already know that on a scale of one to ten, H is at the end of Tina's. Uh, you gave it an eight. Yeah. I'm going to meet you right there at Nate. Because you I like agree. the ding ding as much as I and do. And the dong. You know how much I'm... <laughs> you didn't even know... You didn't even mention the dong. Look, you toss in a subtle dong anywhere and I'm down. Down to dong. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So that's episodes nine and ten. We did yep. it. We got through another week of Bob's end credit sequences. Jocelyn has been introduced. I'm so excited. Yeah. This is it's official now. If you want to follow us on social media, we're Bob's Credits all across the board. We have a Patreon with a very low cost tier. Three dollars. Yeah, it's only three bucks. If you enjoy the podcast and you want to support us, you want a fun shout out on it here. Um, maybe we'll say Chip Chip Guru with your name attached to it. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> um, please support us in there. We'd appreciate it. Also, leave us a review. It'd Only be nice. if you like it. Yeah, don't leave us a bad review. Yeah, you just leave us a nice review on Apple Podcasts wherever you're listening to this. It helps us a lot. Tell your friends. Tell your family. Anything else you want to say to anyone before we say goodbye here, Skylar? Nope. Nope? There's not one thing you want to say? Are you nope. positive? I'm positive. Okay. We'll see you next week. See you next week. Stay saucy. <laughs> I knew it was coming. <laughs> Normally, being a little extra can be a bit much, but when it comes to healthcare, it pays to be extra. And United Healthcare makes it easy with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they supplement your primary plan, helping you manage out-of-pocket costs without the usual requirements and restrictions like deductibles and enrollment periods. So when it comes to covering your medical bills, you can feel good about being a little extra. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. 
And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.